How's it going guys? I'm Hamish from Patchison and welcome to the first episode of Keep It Low Key. In this mini-series I'm going to be discussing Disney Plus's new Marvel TV show Loki. So if you've not seen that yet, just be aware spoilers ahead. You might want to have a look at it and then come back later. Today I'm going to be looking at episode 1, entitled Glorious Purpose. But before I get into the content of the episode, can I just say how good it is to see Tom Hiddleston back as Loki. That was some absolutely perfect casting. Now, of course, it's been a wee while since we've seen Loki in anything recently when you compare it to how often Marvel used to churn things out. So if anyone forgot what Loki was like, then I think you're instantly reminded. As soon as he turns up in Mongolia, the first thing he does is he sees some people, finds a rock to stand on like a platform, and he just starts monologuing. That's the most Loki thing I've ever seen in any of the films. I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. Of course, the thing about this version of Loki is he's not had the kind of character development that he got in the later films that he appeared in because he comes from the timeline right after the attack on New York in the first Avengers film. This was something I was a wee bit worried about at first, considering that he does change so much as a character. Luckily that's dealt with in the first episode and we'll get to that soon. So it's not long until the TVA or the Time Variance Authority show up and they take him away and see in this opening scene, and my god, see when they're processing him and he gets taken into the wee clerk who has a, a list of everything that he's ever said in his whole life how awful would that be on its own? Never mind any, everything else that's happening to him. Just the other day, I woke up a wee while before my alarm, and I made the mistake of looking through my phone, and see, I've had the same type of phone for like 10 years, so I've got all my texts and messages, and stupidly, I went and looked to like messages I was sending a decade ago, and I was cringing hard. I can only imagine if I saw everything that I'd ever said my whole life, I would have got one of those wee vaporising sticks that they get later on in the episode. I would have just smashed myself in the face with it immediately. It was also nice to hear Tara Strong as Miss Minute in the little explanation video that he sees. The highlight of the episode for me has definitely got to be the interaction between Owen Wilson's character Mobius and Loki. Although strangely we've not got an Owen Wilson wow yet. We'll need to look out for that. So then we see Mobius is showing Loki his life because he's got like his, his whole life and tape, even the future events. And he shows Frigga as Loki's kind of adoptive mum dying and even just the, the emotion in Tom Hiddleston's face there. That acting was incredible. I'm really glad they were able to include this between this part and when he comes back later on, views of the tape himself and he sees things like Odin dying and even his own death at the hands of my boy Thanos. They're basically getting him up to speed with the character development that they have had in the other films. Obviously very tragic for Loki, not so much seeing his family dying and stuff like that, but having to suffer through parts of Thor The Dark World again but at least I suppose it was evened up by getting to watch a bit of Ragnarok. Of course, it's got the classic, you know, Marvel humour peppered in there when Loki's looking for the Tesseract and he finds the drawer full of Infinity Stones. These, you know, plot devices that drove a decade of movies and a combination of, like, what then at a time became the most viewed movie of all time and this guy's using them as paperweights because there's just loads of them. Because obviously in the comics they don't work in any universe that they're not originated from so they're just they're useless and you see his face and it's just like all right okay so i've just been dedicating so much time and effort to get these things that are absolutely useless i think that's when he realized like okay the tva that's they're serious <laughs> i do like that at the end of the episode it was loki's decision to kind of help them out although i do believe he's got an ulterior motive and i think he's doing it for himself rather than trying to just help them also it was quite refreshing that they just came out and said you know or the variant that we're chasing that's messing up these timelines is you. Rather than kind of teasing it and driving all these kind of fan theories of who it's going to be, there was a lot of that with WandaVision and it was just tiresome. Everyone saying that it was Mephisto. 
All in all, it was a really great first episode in my opinion. I think it set it up nicely. I think there's a lot of potential there. As far as what's to come in the future, it's hard to tell, but there are a few things we can look at and try and kind of decipher where the series is going. Obviously, when the little kid points to the devil in the stained glass window, the horns of the devil may be mistaken for Loki's helmet. Obviously, got the horns on there. It'll be interesting to see where this other Loki branched off from the timeline. If it is, in fact, just going to be like a Tom Hiddleston, or if it's going to be Lady Loki, or older Loki, younger Loki. Long term, I mean, the judge who sentences Loki is Ravona Renslayer, who is Kang the Conqueror's lover in the comics. Who, if you look at the, the three timekeepers... One bears a striking resemblance to him. So if I had to make a prediction now, I don't think that Loki's really going to try and stop this other Loki. I think there's a possibility that they're going to team up in the end. Obviously, our Loki's just seen a timeline where he has a miserable life and then dies. So I can't see him wanting to correct things and go back into that timeline. So I think Loki's going to team up with this other Loki, whether it be Lady Loki or whoever. They're going to take down the TVA and that's going to allow multiverses to crop up. Kang's going to get pissed, and that's going to lead to things like Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and Kang is set to appear in Ant-Man 3 or Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. But who knows, I could be way off. It'll be interesting to see where it goes either way. I'd love to hear your first take on the episode, guys, or what you think the show has in store for us. If you've got any questions or comments, send them in and we can get that featured on the next episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Keep It Low-Key.